Good morning. Welcome to the Beacon of Hope podcast. This is Pastor Manning. This morning, I'm bringing you the podcast from my home. The sun has just very recently risen, and Lord willing, later this morning at the 11 o'clock hour, I will be preaching the homegoing service for a friend and a church member by the name of Roy. Um, This morning, I had some thoughts on this and wanted to share with you the difference between a funeral and and a homegoing service. I remember well when Roy came to our church, and I remember when I baptized him upon a public profession of his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, baptism in the Bible always is to go under the water and then back up again out of the water, which symbolizes the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Baptism is always for someone who clearly knows and understands that they personally have placed their faith in Jesus as their Savior, realizing that when Christ went to the cross, that he died in their place. When he rose again, he gave them life, and they are trusting Jesus and not themselves and not the religion for their salvation. Upon that clear public profession of faith, I baptized Roy. Roy was a large man, big arms, big strong chest and shoulders. His legs, however, were very weak. He walked with a walker the whole time I knew him, and he, Roy would, uh, as he would get about, he was a very strong man and about 264 pounds, they tell me at that point. And boy, it wasn't a problem once we had him in the baptistry <clears throat> um, because of the buoyancy of the water. But man, when we tried to get him up and out, <laughs> that was a challenge. And we laughed and rejoiced. And I brought that up to him again on this past Wednesday night, late at night, um, as he lay on what would be his final bed knowing that he only had a few hours to live. You know, there's a big difference between a funeral and a homegoing service. Uh, As a pastor of many years, I've seen a lot of strange things at funerals. I've seen much weeping. I've seen some things that were uh, funny. I've seen families who get together and rejoice over the life that was lived and others who have uh, I've had almost nobody there. The saddest funeral I ever did was a funeral attended by less than 12 people where no one shed an eye, and only maybe three or four went to the graveside of a man who had driven his family and his friends away from himself. What a sad funeral that was. But I've been to others where lives rejoice, and people remember uh, the life that that person lived, and uh, people come forward to tell about how that, that person had helped them. And and uh, how, what they'd done for them. And people come talk about how that person had shared their faith in Christ with them. There's a big difference between a funeral and a homegoing service. Um, the Bible says, Precious in the sight of the Lord are the death of his saints. I used to puzzle over that verse as a younger man and a younger preacher. But it's precious in the sight of the Lord because when someone is a saint, that is, they're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, then death has released them from the heavy clay of this existence. And they're now with the Lord. It's uh, precious in the sight of the Lord because we see them going. And we're left with an empty spot and a world that's changed because someone we love is no longer in it. But God sees them coming. One of his children no longer is going through the tribulations and the hurts of this world. Roy's body, boy, gave out on him. And we watched this big, strong man. And I know he had the problems with his legs, but his upper body was so strong and and energetic. We watched him waste away to almost nothing. 
while different doctors tried their best to figure out what was going on. But what was going on was his body was wearing out. Its usefulness was over. And Roy would soon be free from it. Today we'll have a service. It'll be a simple service, a strange time in our country and some things going on because of that that affect the services we're holding. But we'll have a service. Some songs have been chosen, and they're songs about the goodness of God. One of them is a song, And Can It Be, That I Should Gain. What a great song for a funeral. The other one that the family wanted is The Old Rugged Cross. And the special that is to be sung by my wife will be How Great Thou Art. All these songs talking about the victory that's in God. Victory in this life while we're living. Victory over the grave and victory for eternity because we get to be with Christ. A funeral or a home guard? Which will you have? Will it be a funeral? The Bible tells us not to sorrow as those who have no hope. Oh, there's sorrow, certainly, and, and, and Christians aren't immune to it and should not try to shield themselves from it. Jesus was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. But we don't sorrow, we don't sorrow as those who have no hope. We sorrow because of the loss to our life. We sorrow because of what's changed in our world. But we don't sorrow for that person. We don't sorrow for the fact that now they're free from all that hurt them. And when we have a home-going service, it's exactly that. Jesus had said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And when asked about how to go there and, and, and they professed that they didn't know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming to the Father but by me. He's the way. Religion isn't the way. Good works are not the way. Jesus is the way. He is the truth. What your family has thought about who God is, what some coworker told you about uh, the man upstairs, what your own philosophy of religion is, is not the truth. Jesus Christ is the truth. And he is the life. Religion can't give life. Your philosophies can't give life. Uh, living for the flesh can't give life. Only Christ gives life. He is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. And when we have him, we get to go to the Father. And it's a homecoming. <laughs> when my mom was still living, she passed just over a year ago. And one of the highlights I always look forward to, I go to mom's house no matter when I showed up. And man, I have showed up at some weird times. But no matter when I showed up, she was always so glad to see. She was always there to greet. And until her health failed so miserably at the end of her life, she'd always be at the door. She'd come to the door. I never had to worry about being welcome at my mom's house. Tell you something else. Anytime I brought somebody with me, whether it was a friend from college or whenever I was in high school or whatever it was, if I showed up with them, they were welcome too. My mom said, come on in. Why, they were with me. They just came in. If we were getting ready to eat, they got food. Whatever was going on, they came in. And you know why? Because that house, I was always a welcome. And I was her son. And because I was her son, I, whoever came with me was fine. And let me tell you something. We're as welcome in heaven as, as saved people. We're as welcome as Jesus is. 
And when he gets there, he says, they're with me. And because he's a son, we are also. And we get to go in. Oh, it's a wonderful thing to have a home-going service. It's a wonderful thing to know where you're going. Old preacher named Lester Roloff used to call it a graduation service. <laughs> we would go through school, trials, tribulations, testings. We have all our testings on this earth. Thank God there's a time when testing is done. And there's a graduation time. And uh, thank God for it. I remember graduating from high school and graduating from college. I enjoyed those stages of life, but it was time to move on. Oh, yes, I was glad to be done with high school, but yet I, there were some tears. Why? It's what I knew. It's the life I had lived. It's, it's what I was involved in. My friends were there, and I was going to a step now of life that I look forward to, but I didn't know. I remember when I graduated from college, and, and I remember uh, I had lived there. That had been where I had resided while I went to college and lived in the dorms and then as a married man, and it's where a lot of memories were made, and I had grown up into young adulthood with some of these people. I had uh, professors that like family and, and preachers and teachers I loved there, and, and uh, it had been home for a while, although I knew it wasn't a permanent home. I had moved to a different state to be in college, and it was in a permanent home, but there was a time of graduation and I received my diploma and no more exams to take, no more classes to go through, no more of the rigors of trying to finish school and get it done and earn the credits needed. Thank God, uh, this past Thursday morning, early in the morning, Roy finished all his tests. He wasn't trying to earn heaven by his test, but he was being taught by his heavenly father. He's graduated now. No more trials, no more tests, no more pain, no more suffering. Thank God it's going home. Difference between funeral and home-going service? That's the difference between life and death. It's the difference between joy and unmitigated sorrow. It's the difference that is made by having a treasure in our earthen vessel. And that treasure is the life of Jesus Christ that comes into us when we receive him as our Savior. Oh, there's a lot of things that could be said. But, my friend, I hope you know that when this life of yours ends, that you have a home-going service waiting for you. And hopefully someone won't have to stand over you and preach a funeral. Oh, how silly and sad and sickening in a way it is. Many a minister stands over whoever they speak about, regardless of their condition with the Lord, and they say, well, they're in a better place. No, my friend, not if they died without Christ. They're not. That's a funeral. But with Jesus Christ as their Savior, <laughs> they're not just in a better place. <laughs> When my wife and I moved out of uh, the little house on Chicken Coop Hill and, and we built the house we live in now, we moved into a better place. When I moved out of the dorm into the little half a tar paper shack that I lived in, that my wife had made so beautiful inside, I moved into a better place. When we moved out of a little bitty place we lived in near Middletown, Ohio, into a big farmhouse we rented, we moved into a better place. We're not just in a better place. We've gone home. We've gone home. And there was someone there waiting for us. And his name is Jesus Christ. And he wants to receive us unto himself. Mom's door used to open. And uh, I love the familiar si smells and sounds of her house. I, I liked being there. It was always comfortable and relaxing. 
But the main thing was Bob. I've driven by that house now on a number of occasions. My brother and sister and I have since sold it. I'm not home anymore. I stopped behind it on the road that runs behind it and looked at it for a long while one night. Remembered some things, rejoiced, was thankful. But it's not home. So then you want to go back in? Don't have a desire to set foot in it. Why? Because the one who made it home isn't there. I say something The one who makes heaven home is Jesus Christ. And I know I've left with you some on the podcast today. And that's not a very professional way to do a podcast. But I'm, um, I'm not trying to be a professional. I'm trying to tell you, as a believer in Christ, as a preacher of the gospel, of a, as a minister of the grace of God who actually cares, it's important that you know the difference between a funeral and a homegoing service. God bless you. May God bless the rest of your day. This is Pastor Manning. Wishing you a good day.